All right, this is Figuring It Out, episode 23, talking about community. Catch, insert catchy title, because I don't know what the title is for it. But it's okay, we'll figure it out. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, here we go. Good day. I was about to say good morning, but that doesn't work because <laughs> you guys are listening to you guys are listening to this at any time you please. So, oh, good day, good night, hello. Whatever time of day. <laughs> Welcome into Figuring It Out with Austin and Spencer. My name's Austin, and we're so glad you're here. Spencer, it looks like you just muted yourself. Yeah, I'm back now. I don't know what happened there. My, there we go. I hey. was freaking out there for a second, but we're back. Hey, happens to the best of us. <laughs> and if you'll notice, I'm actually in a different room. Yeah, with much better lighting. Much better lighting, right? You Do you guys, have one of those circle things? I don't. I, I oh. know one of the one of the guys on my floor has one of those. So maybe I should just I think, casually I think, be like, "Hey, can I borrow that?" <laughs> I think that would be a big time move in our production. Yeah, we really, really stepping, really figuring out the production <laughs> game. Yeah, <laughs> you you can get that. I'm not gonna buy one, but you know, oh, if I'm you not, get it. Oh, it'll just. I'm not buying just, one either. Just I would just one. I would I would just borrow it. Yeah, yeah, we only need one. Exactly. And Spencer's got the Christmas lights still up, going strong. Yep, yep. going to stay there uh, 24-7, 365, you know. Never but, you never, but you never turn them on, right? Christmas time. I turn them on at Christmas oh, time. Oh, okay. Okay, there it is. Well, that's, yeah. that's a little bit better. Maybe right? like once in like all of December. <laughs> yeah, it, it just looks like, bad. That's it. It, does, <laughs> it just looks bad. Like I should just take it down, but. Well, for the Christmas episode coming up this year and figuring it out. Yes. I, we'll turn, oh, well. Oh, wait, no, because we'll be, we'll be in the studio. Yeah. You, you're just going to have to bring them in. Yeah, you're that's what gonna, we'll do. Just bring in the Christmas lights and put them around the, the little table. <laughs> that would be great. I think everyone will love that. And for everyone who's uh, just listening to this, they have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> but Austin's in a new room. My, I have old uh, Christmas lights hanging up behind me, so that's for all there the Spotify go. listeners there. For all the Spotify and Apple Music people, yeah. we love you. We thank you. We're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, deeply. Hey, it's okay because they. If you guys want, you can head over to the Bay Hope Church YouTube page and check us out and see how the lighting greatly increases my lovely face, and you yes. can see my lovely face a lot better. Yep, and you can see Spencer's Christmas lights, which yeah. is a, another another plus. Who wouldn't want to see that? Who wouldn't? That that's the real question. <laughs> that's the real question we're talking about today. <laughs> yeah, that's, but, that's the topic for today. Yeah, that <laughs> talking just the title lights. Spencer's Christmas lights. Yep, lights is lights. Question mark. <laughs> Simplistic. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I, I say I say we go with that. Sweet. Sounds good. But actually. This week, it was actually last week that marks a kind of special date. It's I was talking about this with uh, Pastor Andy, one of the beautiful, strapping young gentlemen on the weekday, and nice. we were we were talking about it. And it was actually last week that marked a year, and since the world shut down, yeah, like that's actually crazy. shut down, which is wild when you think it's been a year. And yeah. it's gone by fast and slow at the same time. It's very weird, like like you said, it's gone it's gone very fast and slow. And then also, I think 
I think it was last week where it's like that the NBA shut down. That's the part that hit me the most is like, oh, no, basketball. And so I remember that vividly. But that was like last week, too, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And yeah. so that was just like, uh, like, it's crazy. And then like, it's still it's still happening. I think we all figured that it would be over by now or a while, a long time ago. It's only going to last like two weeks or something like that. It's still going, but you know, we're adjusting, but yeah, it's wild. It's been a year. And it's, I, I remember when, uh, I, cause I was, I was at school last year and I was actually playing basketball in the gym with just a few of the guys, a few of my friends. And one of my friends went to go check his phone and he saw that Rudy Gobert, a player for the Utah jazz tested positive for COVID. And then Donovan Mitchell did. And then he got a notification like 10 minutes later that like NBA season was suspended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like March Madness was moved to like no no fans. And then March Madness got canceled. And it just it rolled from there. And I I remember exactly what you said. Like the president of our college, like he called us together in the little like convocation area, and he said, like, hey, like we're gonna have to finish the semester remotely. And I was like, Woohoo, I get to go home. <laughs> like, great. Yeah. But little did I realize that that would like it completely blew every perception I had of what was about to come out of the water. Yeah. For, for college students, I felt so bad, like, especially like senior year. Um, like, like that's like your time, like that's your time to shine. And it's like, it just ends abruptly. And so I felt, I felt very bad for seniors last year. I was lucky enough to get out of school before that happened. So I didn't have to deal with all the online nonsense. Yeah. But, But yeah, it's, it's been wild. Yeah, it's online learning. It's, I, I mean, I liked it better, like because I could work at my pace. I, I, I am. I would say I'm consider myself a disciplined person. So I would just carve out hours throughout the day and be like, from this time to this time, I'm working on online school, and I would have to put my phone in my closet or something because otherwise I'd want to go take a nap or just scroll on Instagram (laughs) and do something else. But it's been a wild year. It's been a. And you know what came out of the uh, pandemic? What's that? Figuring it out. <laughs> oh yeah, figuring it out. Yes. So it, it's been, and that that kind of it kind of sh- just shows like there have been so like there's been so much heartache, so much pain that's come out of this past year, but there's also been some some steps forward, and not just in church, but I think in society as a whole that's been for the better. And it's, it's weird that good things can come out. Like it's, it's just weird to think about like the year 2020 and think I told, I told this to pastor Andy the other day. I'm like, you can't live with it. You can't live without it. Right. Like Mm -hmm. there's things that, that were awful that you wish like never happened. And then there's things that you say, well, we kind of needed that push to, to get us to that next stage. Yeah. It it was kind of like a, uh, not a restart entirely but it was kind of just like like you said it's kind of like a wake up like here's kind of like, like a refocus yeah a refocus and that was yeah. big for me like mm-hmm. this time i was only quarantined for like a month like mm-hmm. i know some people have been quarantined for way longer but i was home from work for a month but that like month helped me like completely change my focus and grow closer with god in that time and that was like huge for my relationship there and so and i think that was the same with a lot of people that I've talked to too. Like it's been just monumental in people's relationships with God and people's relationships with others as well. Like mm-hmm. connecting 
Um, I had some friends from school that we had nothing to do. So we just FaceTime. And so it's like just staying connected with others that maybe you wouldn't reach out to if you're so busy. And I think, I think it was, like you said, it had, it, there's good parts of it, but a lot of, a lot of heartache and a lot of tough, yeah. toughness for people too. But there's definitely good things that have come out of it. What would you say is the biggest, I guess, adjustment to your focus that came out of that time in quarantine? I think just realizing that taking taking time away from like the busyness of a schedule mm. to spend with God. Cause you know, especially in school, you know, four years you're wrapped up in all sorts of different stuff, like friends and classwork and all of that stuff. So you're not, I can honestly say I wasn't too focused on God during that time. Mm. And I was like more focused on the fun of school and like mm. the fun of hanging out and schoolwork and getting a job. And then but this kind of like helped me take a step back after getting a job and moving like mm-hmm. all of that stuff. And then like our refocus, settle down. Let's, let's build this relationship with God. So priorities. Priority. What about you? That's great. Kind of, kind of the same thing. I would say establishing a, a rhythm. I, I remember when school shut down, I went home. Uh, I would I would try my best to get a lot of my schoolwork done Monday through Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. I would just take. Uh, I obviously I had the weekend, but I mean we were at home, so there was really nothing to do. And I was going a little stir crazy sometimes, but um, I I just remember some of the most vivid memories are me. Uh, I I actually I know in scripture in in the Gospels Jesus when Jesus talks when the disciples ask like Hey how should we pray. Jesus says, don't pray in the streets like the Pharisee, but go into your closet at home and just be alone with the father and pray there. And I took that. I actually took that very literally. And I went into my closet at home and I just would stay there for about sometimes 15 to 20 minutes. Sometimes it turned into 30 minutes, which is great. Um, Just praying, just talking with God, just sitting and, and resting. And those were some of the most formative experiences that I, some of the most formative experiences that I've had, I wouldn't say it was like the most formative, but kind of like what you said, it it helped me to step back and realize what number one, what I'm thankful for. Number two, uh, that I need to create rhythms of rest in my life that I need to, to stop because I'm (laughs) my, my mom tells me all the time. She's like, you, you, you are literally classified as a workaholic. (laughs) And I would say, Amen. Yes, I yeah. am. Um, but really just breaking out of that, that rhythm, that go, 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 go mentality and pausing and, and walking slowly through life with the Lord. Yeah. It, especially in our culture, which is a go, go, go mentality. Like everything's what's next, keep going fast paced. And it's important for us to take, like God wants us to rest. Yeah. And so I want to like, this whole thing. He's like, just guys, just chill out, take a breather. And I think, I mean, it was still like very anxiety ridden for a lot of people, but like if people like really rest, especially if you're a relationship with Jesus, you can rest in that and like have that hope and truth that everything's going to be okay. Um, but yeah, I was like, I was like you where I like, I decided to start going on walks, like prayer walks. Cause I had nothing else to do. Like, so, so I was like, I'll walk around my apartment complex and so like these walks were great because I could just like spend time like outside 
you know, cause I was also going stir crazy and it was, <laughs> it was just good to like get outside and just like, listen. And like, yeah. you know, I don't have to say a lot, but like, I can just like, listen, see what God wants me to work on. And then it, it was great. Yeah. And it's just there. And also one thing, and I know you were involved too, but just being a part of a church that pivoted so well in the pandemic, yeah. like Bay Hope Church, you guys listening, or if you're a part of Bay Hope Church, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like you guys are awesome. And the reason why Bay Hope Church is what it is, is because of the people in it. And that's like, and that's kind of what we were going to talk about today is community and the point of community. And I think for a lot of people, and I think especially at Bay Hope, what we saw with the pandemic is this this rising need, this rising, I guess, awareness of the need for community and the need for each other, right? Because being locked and, and being quarantined, <laughs> and, and I know, Spencer, you live by yourself, like by being by like i'm one of those people who when i recharge i like to be by myself right but at, there comes a point when i'm like okay i need to talk to somebody <laughs> i need i need to talk to somebody else i don't care if they just talk at me but i just need to communicate with somebody else yeah and we're all like that like we're human beings like everyone yeah. like people are introverts but like i think you can only be like by yourself for so long or until you need human interaction like even yeah. if it's like i don't want to talk but some like you said someone's talking talking to you it's like you yeah. some everyone needs to have communication yeah but it's 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 very interesting because in today today's culture it's very individual like very independent and a lot of us a lot of people go a while without like actual human interaction so we're like texting and stuff like that but like, yeah. we're not like even FaceTiming, like sure, we're seeing other people, but we're not like physically near other people, which is, yeah. and then this like isolated everyone. And so I wonder, like, for me, it was like, I wasn't going out all the time, but like still it didn't, it didn't change too much, but still it was like, all right, I need to, I need to be with people. Yeah. Even if I'm just I, like standing there. You just felt weird. Like that's yeah. weird is the word I would use for it. That's a good, yeah, good word. <laughs> good, good word. <laughs> true, it's true. But what do you think has contributed to this, I guess, individual based or individually focused society? Because, and I know that's a big question. So pick it apart however you please. I'll take, I'll take a swing. Um, <laughs> I think, I mean, we've, we've talked about it a lot, but I think like phones, like phones, that's not like an old person thing to say, like, oh, these phones are ruining this generation. <laughs> but I mean, like, we're buried in our phones and we're texting with friends. And that's just right. like, it makes us feel like we're a part of something. Like, especially if you're in, like group chats or like you're FaceTiming all the time. It's like, oh, you feel like you're with people, but you're not. Or, And it's, it's, it's not the same. And so we think that we don't need to go out. We're just comfortable doing our own thing. And uh, we want to we want to feel like we're a part of something without actually having to be a part of it, you know. Hmm. I think a lot of times, so I think a lot of people are retreating in that. I mean, I've I've done it myself, so yeah. Like, and I, I'm trying to get out of it, like spending too much time on my phone because I've seen that it's like making me more like independent. But yeah. I want to be like with with other people. But I think that's contributing a lot to it, especially in recent years. Why, why do you think that people don't want to 
I guess go like put themselves in that position because you said people are they the desires have kind of shifted to wanting to maybe stay like oh I can just stay home stay on my phone stay in the comfort of my home why why do you think that that's shifted to where it is right now I honestly don't know I I couldn't tell you it's like it's strange but it's just like what we've known and it's just kind of like weirdly transitioned into that like slowly I guess and I don't really know how do you have like do you have any idea because I don't (laughs) I was thinking maybe it's and this maybe contributes to the the individual base the individually focused society and even even Christianity um I think there's less there's less opportunity for pain Hmm. and there's less opportunity for hurt I know uh I'm both hands are up I like people have hurt me and it has sucked and I still deal transparently I still deal with some of the fallouts from people who have hurt me today and I find that when I feel broken when I feel like I just I don't want to be hurt anymore I retreat that's naturally how I am if I just if I sense any danger i just kind of like a turtle i just kind of like pull into my shell right and i think that's a one of the main reasons that our culture has become so individually focused and individually driven is because we see a lot of we see a lot of arguments going on whether it's political or social or i don't know just a stupid argument and we're like and we've been attacked as a result of something, right? Somebody has hurt us and we don't want to put ourselves in that position again. Yeah. Uh, I, I know that's that's kind of what I think and what I feel. I think that's I think that kind of represents a lot of people. I don't know if it re- represents the majority, but I think it re- represents a lot of yeah. how people are feeling right now. That, that makes sense and I think it does. I think a lot of we've we found a way to kind of like almost avoid it and like play it safe. Like I know exactly what you mean. Like, it's almost like a fear of like being rejected. And I think that's one of like the top fears for every person is like feelings of fear of rejection. So it's like, we found a safe way to kind of like, Oh, like I'll be okay over here and not have to worry about like having like maybe an awkward situation or, you know, like you said, getting hurt or getting burned or anything like that. So we just kind of like, like, I'll just do this by myself, but I'll still be a part of it, but like not fully in. Cause like when we're fully in and like, get rejected or get burned like that hurts much more than only being like partly in you know Mm -hmm. because then we we kind of think hey if i don't give my whole self to this and i do get burned or if i give my whole self to this and i do get burned it's my fault yeah there's something wrong with me Mm -hmm. and that's the mentality i fall into a lot and i am I am very hard on myself. And so when things have happened in the past where I've, yes, like I've made a mistake and I've put myself out there and then I just get flat out burned because of it. I just, I beat myself up because I say it's my fault. I should have done something different when in reality, I really didn't know. Like I I did not have that knowledge uh, prior to that experience. But I think that, this gets to the heart of community because when we talk, we've talked about community quite a bit on this podcast, but 
community isn't the absence of pain, right? Like when Jesus established the church, when the apostles started the early church, there was still pain and there were still disagreements. I, I think you think of, we're going through Acts in our small group right now, and it talks a lot about community. Like in the end of Acts 2, it talks about the apostles coming together and, and growing together and sharing and and living with one another and doing life with one another and with God. But people often forget, people often look at that and idealize it and say, why can't we just have the church be like that without any disagreements? There were disagreements. Like think Paul and this guy named Barnabas or yeah, it was Paul and Barnabas. They split off. They were going on a missionary missionary journey and Barnabas wanted to go one place and Paul wanted to go the other place and they split. They didn't work together anymore because they had a disagreement and people would argue and say, well, that's why Paul should have just stayed by himself and done his own thing. When in reality, I think Paul would tell you, no, no, like disagreements and pain like are a part of life. And we need each other. We like <laughs> one thing has been abundantly clear this past year is we cannot do life. We cannot sustain ourselves by just going through life on our own. Yeah. Right. And yeah, yeah go ahead. Uh, I was going to say like God, you're right. God has not like called us to like just do it by ourselves because we can't like, we've found that out. Like you, like through the pandemic, we've like, we can't do it on our own. And you brought up at the end of Acts 2, and that is like, so it talks about the disciples and how they would, or the people there, they would go and they, they were devoted to the disciples' teachings. They were um, going to church together. They were going, having meals with each other. They were worshiping with each other. They weren't doing it alone. And these people were all striving towards like Jesus and probably like growing even more than they would like if you're just by yourself, like mm-hmm. You know, spending time with God on your own is great. And that's, like you said, like praying on your own. We have this time, like, and that's between you and God. And it's it's great. But also when you're with community, like you're like you're almost like inspired by others, too, I think. Hmm. Well, yeah. So, and and I like I said, like I've had some, some of the most formative experiences happened over quarantine when I was just like alone with the Lord in my closet. And I was I was talking with him and I was just praying or like I went on a walk and I just, I heard God speak, but I think even more impactful than that is when I've been in a small group or when I've been talking with somebody one-on-one about something near and dear to my heart. And they say, Hey, you know, this is kind of where the Holy spirit's been leading me. And we come together in that way. Or even like I've had some conversations where I walk away and I disagree with <laughs> what, what the conclusion the other person came through, the decision they said they're going to make. And I was just like, I still walked away and saying, wow, God, thank you for being present. Thank you for like, showing us that where two or three are gathered in your name, you're in the midst of us. And that's so true. And that I would say is the emphasis of community, right? is to build one another up and to understand the heart and the mind of God in a more intimate way. Yeah. And you can have like conversations instead of just trying to like figure it out on your own. Like you have, see, we've got two people in the podcast. (laughs) It's not just a one person (laughs) podcast, you know? Uh, Yeah. But like you're having conversations with other people and other people can encourage you. And Mm -hmm. like you need that to keep going. 
you need encouragement and you need like, you know, other viewpoints to yeah. even just like, like, like you said, Bible studies, like I've read, like we go over a verse and I think it means one thing, but then other people are like, Oh, well, I think it means this. And it's like, Oh, I didn't look at it like that. Like, mm-hmm. that's awesome. And, and so like when we try to do it on our own, I think we can, you know, it's fine. Like nothing's wrong with that, but like we do need that community with us. Yeah. And so like, I, I, we do the podcast weekly and like we talk and we catch up and then like I meet with Andy weekly and those like meetings like that, like when you and I talk or when like Andy and I have conversations, even if they're, <laughs> even if you say something that I'm like, ah, I didn't really like that, which you haven't before, but oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> but even like if I'm talking with Andy and he tells me something that like I need to hear, then I don't necessarily want to hear it. I still walk away and I'm like, wow, you know, that stings, but ultimately I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. And that's, that's community, right? Mm-hmm. Not, yeah. not, not necessarily like, Oh, like I have to go to church every Sunday and I have to kind of check off a box, but like, Hey, like I get to fellowship around. That's a, that's a big word. Uh, I get to like, <laughs> just be with others around God's word around who God is because God promises he's there in the midst with us. Right. Yeah. And I think community can be used in a, a bunch of different ways. So there's a bunch of facets of um, community because that can kind of be a buzzword sometimes. Like yeah. back at back at uh, Cedarville, which is where I went to school, is like that was like the word, like the Cedarville buzzword was community. Like, and, oh, yeah, like we, everybody knows what that means. It's yeah, like, OK, community. we get it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but it's like it's worshiping together it's like it's the end of acts too it's worshiping together it's uh having meals with each other it's just building relationships it's going and serving mm-hmm. to, which yeah, is a big one that i think a lot yeah. of people miss because like you're going out together to help others and that's that's a really important one that helps the overall community exactly and, and i think that's the one a lot of people miss and i think that's a community that's that's in, like vital to understand is like community is going to look different for every single person, right? Some may be able to find community like with similar minds, like minds, right? But it's there's not necessarily a textbook that says, "Hey, this is like Acts Acts two is a great starting point," but I don't think that's the end all be all of no, what, yeah. like the definition of what community can be, right? It's gonna be so much more in depth, and that's why I think it looks different at Cedarville than it does at Bay Hope, and it looks different at Bay Hope than it does from a church in town, and it looks different from a church in town than it does from a church in Africa, and it's just it's because we're all created, we're all made in the equal image of God, but we're all made differently and beautifully differently, right? We're all made with different passions and different callings and different. Uh, likes and dislikes and so because of that i think community is going to look a little bit different for each and every person or each and every group continent whatever culture but the important thing is like hey we we have to realize that and i i think i've said this on the podcast before but what baffles me is that most of paul's charges in the new testament most of his like commands is to be unified Hmm. is to be together to be with one another, uh, put putting aside vain arguments, putting aside little squandries, and like be together. Because 
it's not it's not an us versus them mentality. It's it's we we are the church, right? Yeah. But yeah, it's it's crazy just that the pandemic kind of helped us realize this. Like mm-hmm. that being apart helped us like grow all together a little bit mm-hmm. more. Even though there's times of where it's like where it didn't seem like there was unity, where it seemed like there was like hatred almost, and it was just like heartbreaking. But mm-hmm. it's it's starting to bring us back together. I think mm-hmm. we're all kind of like rallying around, which is I think what we desperately needed. And we also everyone is like having a desire to unify. Um, so I think that's huge, but it just shows that like Romans eight twenty eight, the principle in Romans eight twenty eight, like God works all things together for the good of those who love him and according to his purposes, right? He, he took what was meant for evil and he turned it for good. And I think that's just a beautiful concept and yeah. it's something that I don't think we would have realized fully if we hadn't gone through what we did. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, Thank you all for tuning in. This has been another great week of uh, figuring it out. I don't usually close it, so you know, I'm figuring it out as we go along. I don't have the lingo down, but I like the I, I like the, the the finger snap. That was good. Uh, I did that last week to close this out, and I was like, uh, at the end, I was like, did I do finger guns? And Austin's like, I don't know. Did you? I was like, I might have. That's been terrible. Oh, I, I regret, instant regret. Oh, it's it's beautiful. That's that's your like signature. Like, no, I can't be. That everybody everybody knows it's Spencer. Like no. he's the finger gun guy. No, we got to cut that out. <laughs> but hey, thank you guys for listening so much. We appreciate it. Send us questions or comments or concerns uh, through the email uh, down below, or send us a DM um, on our Instagram. Uh, there's a scrolly bar if you can't see on uh, for those listeners down there that uh, has our Instagram handles. Or the email is hello at bayhope.com. Yep. Austin, any last thoughts? <laughs> we love you guys. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week. See you guys.